This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. And each and every week on the Night Shift, we review a brand new album with our panel of esteemed musicians. This week, we took one half of the Oasis brothers and put them under the spotlight. And I'm not talking about Liam, I'm talking about Noel Gallagher and his high-flying birds and his brand new album, Council Skies. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. And off we go on our music conversation once again, something that we do each and every week here on Dubai Eye 103.8 is What's New 23 with our panel of musicians. People who love to talk music just like I do. Phil Pendlebury to my left, master producer. Welcome back. Uh, thanks, Mark. Nice to see you. And Eddie Parsons, straight ahead. Hi, Mark. The engine room of many, many a band. And we have uh, singer Louise Shufflebottom joining us to my right. Louise, good to see you, Ben. Good to be back, Mark. Right then, we've got a lot to get through, let me tell you. Let's start with... The news that Rihanna, Rihanna, Beyonce and Taylor Swift have all made the 2023 Forbes richest self-made women. How about that, Louise? I mean, let's hear it for the girls. Let's hear it for the girls. But to be (laughs) fair, um, Rihanna has done the Super Bowl Mm. this year. Beyonce and Taylor Swift are in the middle of huge world tours. And obviously she played the opening of the Atlantis Royal this year. So I'm not mm. surprised mm. that they're up there with the high earnings this year. Yeah. Mad- <laughs> also on the list, by the way, is Madonna, still the queen of poppies. Making She's doing list. a world tour next year, isn't yeah, she? So yeah. It's going to be huge. And our favourite Dolly Parton mm-hmm. is in there as well. I mean, once that rock album comes out, that's going to going to be crazy. Higher, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, um, Queen. I know uh, Eddie's a big Queen uh, fan and, and so is Phil. Never before seen draft lyrics lyrics for Bohemian Rhapsody in Freddie Mercury's handwriting show the word Mongolian crossed out and replaced by Bohemian (laughs) suggesting that the song was Mongolian Rhapsody Mm. before it became Bohemian well (laughs) I never knew I thought you were going to say that they had been sold at Sotheby's well, for some they are, they are going huge up for auction. Of money. I mean, that, that's going to go for big money. I think I've heard that before somewhere, mm. um, maybe a few years ago. Maybe not, maybe could be wrong, uh, because interestingly, the, the, there's no mention of the title in the song itself anyway. No, no, so. no. I just, it wouldn't have had the same ring to it. No. I don't think it would have gone on as long as it did with yeah. that. Mongolian it's not going to yeah. It goes with beef, doesn't it, <laughs> from the Chinese? <laughs> it's interesting you get all these um, lyrics of, of famous songs that when they're actually written, are sometimes written on that. Yeah. just scratchy bits of paper. I remember mm. an interview with, with Bowie I saw where he said that he just wrote lots of just odd lines. Syllables. And just yeah. cut them you up do. and just literally slid them around. And, yeah. and I think Yesterday by um, McCartney was originally uh, called um, Fried Eggs or something. Scrambled like Scrambled Eggs. Scrambled Eggs, yeah. Scrambled mm. Eggs. It's yeah. just... <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, also, I want to throw this in. Billy Joel, he's announced he'll play the final show of his Madison Square Garden residency in July 2024. That's a decade after he kicked it off um, way back when. Uh, it'll be the 150th career show at uh, Madison Square Garden. Billy yeah. Joel. Wow. What yeah. a legend. Prolific legend. legend, you name it. Have you heard that what he does with his tickets? He gives them out to people, he? Basically, he? Yeah, yeah, he basically front row. doesn't sell 
tickets on the front i think it might be the front two rows so basically he doesn't just want rich people that can afford oh. to buy the front row for the sake of it buying it so what they do is he keeps those free and then he gets his staff or his crew to go to people in the nosebleeds um, and give them tickets so oh, they can come nice. and sit at the front because yeah. he wants fans there what a nice gesture what a super dude yeah so good luck with that billy um i would love to be at that final show let mm. me tell you finally um streaming service deezer says it's developed technology that allows it to identify and potentially delete songs that clone pop stars' voices. We've mm. been talking about AI, of course, of late. So um, they're fighting back and, um, you know, uh, so they're, they're going to be deleting um, songs that have, have ripped off somebody's voice. So it's an AI program detecting another AI program. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of the machine. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently musicians are quite divided over this technology. Mm. The alternative pop singer Grimes has made her voice available for anyone to use. However, mm. Sting has come out and said that we're facing a battle to retain authorship over our music. Okay, uh, guess the one with the talent out of those two. <laughs> well, Grimes is married to Elon Musk. <coughs> yeah. So there's something there. Well, that, that figures, but you know, you're only going to need one guess. Definitely. So obviously, yeah, the, the, the real musicians and the real talent in the world are going to be against it, of course. Definitely, definitely. Anyway, there's our uh, music headlines for this week. Uh, let's get down to business. An album, it's called Council Skies, and uh, it's referring to council estates in, in the UK, in uh, specifically in Manchester, I think, as we're reviewing Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Mancunian, like me, <laughs> Oasis. Um, personally, I, I don't think I'd cross the road to see them. Uh, they're not really my kind of bag, even though I've had my, I do admire what I they I think they're achieved. from the blue side of town, not the red side, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm of the generation where they were, it was the, you had to be a, an Oasis fan or a Blur fan. And... I'm surprised I didn't get kicked out of Manchester because I was a Blur fan. Don't get me wrong, I did, I do, you know, know most of the words to most Oasis songs like everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. But I, at the time, had a preference for mm. the... Uh, mm. The other bands. Yeah. <laughs> the Southerners. Um, yeah, of course, uh, a few, well, it's quite a slash year now, isn't it, when we interviewed uh, Liam's, yeah. or when we reviewed the, Neil, Liam's Liam's album, album. yeah. And uh, we revealed at that time that he wasn't the main songwriter, songwriter so it would be exactly. interesting to, to hear the differences. I've just got to say, I loved them both, but for different reasons. But apart from anything else, you have to appreciate the, the catchiness, you know, the, the, the longevity of, of some of those songs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right, let's get into the title track. Council Skies.
so that's the title track from uh, the album. Noel Gallagher is the man that we're looking at, along with these high-flying birds. And uh, Council Skies, I'll start with Eddie on that one. Um, very indie, alternative kind of sound, isn't it? Yeah, there's some retro sounds in there as well. Uh, I was quite intrigued by the space drum at the beginning, which is that handheld... Handpan. Yeah, well, yeah. Hand pan, space drum, whichever terminology suits. So you hold it in your hand then? This you drum. can hold it and literally play it. But it has that sound almost like a sort of Caribbean yeah, uh, steel drum. Steel yeah. drum. Mm. But you actually play it with your fingertips and your thumbs and different sections of the drum are, are beaten out into different uh, notes. Okay. Anyway, that was interesting. Um, he's got a much smoother voice than his brother. His brother's got the. Yeah. And even to this day, it's still got that oasis, gruff, rocky yeah. sound. And high-flying birds are definitely trying to be as further away from the nest as possible, <laughs> whereas Liam still has the Oasis sound. However, the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louise. So I read up on this. Apparently, it's digitally tuned gongs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, there you go. I was about to say it's not necessarily going to be the real thing. <laughs> yep. I've done, my, AI, I've, done my, I've done my research this week because I needed to really delve into it because, um, yeah, I'm the same. I've always been more of a Noel fan and always thought that Noel's the better songwriter. Apparently this is about trying to find love on a council estate. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's well qualified to, <laughs> yeah. to do that. But um, it's got that very hmm. retro feel about it. The, the, the chords are very... Ba, ba, da, da. It's very sort mm, of 60s yeah. poppy. It's still the sort of flower power yeah the sort of it's ex oasis oasis isn't it yeah so. phil what do you make of it yeah interesting um recorded at his own studio lone star yeah yeah in yeah. london produced by him mm-hmm. so there's no big names really here there's a couple and i think you can tell to be honest I d- i'm not a fan of the production everything's central there's not a lot of separation mm. the strings apparently recorded at the wonderful abbey, abbey road, road which we know about studio and one would you know would you know? Because all you can, it, it's all just, it's a bit of a mush to mm, me. Yeah. But to be honest, not a big fan so far. All right, so Council Skies. We'll come back, we'll hear from uh, Noel Gallagher um, uh, talking a little bit about um, the album and the fact that he's well qualified to sing about council estates in Manchester in the UK. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Here we've got the panel on What's New 23. We're taking a look at Noel Gallagher's latest uh, album and his band High Flying Birds, of course, which apparently um, is neck and neck with the Foo Fighters um, in the race for the UK's number one album. At this stage, one of the closest races for number one in recent memory as the two bands are battling it out. Fewer than 200 chart units separate them at the moment. So uh, that's rather interesting. Now, here is Noel talking about a little bit about this album. But the album, you'd have to take it on a track-by-track basis, really. I guess if there's, a, if there's one overriding word I would use to describe it is reflective. You know, all the dreams that I had growing up, I suppose, were under, that, underneath the council skies, and that's, that's what that sparked off a lot of things for me. But it was written in that awful time in lockdown, you know, in isolation, that first nine ten months a year whatever it was because there was nothing to do or nowhere to go uh or no one to see and i was out i was out of town out in in the country which had its benefits it didn't really feel like there was a pandemic because it was in the middle of nowhere anyway so you didn't really get the you know that a city had come to its standstill and was on life support yeah and everybody dealt with it personally differently and yeah i guess 
that kind of came on to my own personal life, which is like, how have I got here? You know what I mean? So I'd say it's reflective more than than kind of about any specific thing about childhood. Uh, so there we are. That's an old chat and a little bit about um, the album, uh, the... Um, under those council skies. Um, nice to hear that Manchester accent, Louise. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to hear him talking about something and being positive and not being mm, negative about yeah. it, because that's my my beef I have sometimes with um, the Gallaghers and the music industry, because I know he's had things to say about Louis Capaldi, and, and mm. it's like, you know, you're all doing the same job. Like, just... yeah chill out. Let bit. people do their thing and you do your thing. And just Would you like to see them get back together, Eddie? I think it's inevitable. Yeah. When somebody there's waves... Lot, I think there's going to be a lot of money on uh, the table. When somebody waves the right cash, no. the right amount, they will. No, they're still too... They're still far too distant from each other. Like, nah. I'm with Eddie on that. I don't I think th- so. I think there will be a price tag there, and I mm. think they will get back together. And might not permanently, but for a few gigs. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm with Louise on that one. So we're split <laughs> down the middle from what I've heard. And it's a shame, you're right, it's a shame that the way the media works is to highlight all that animosity... Uh, because that little bit of clip of him talking there, he just sounded like a nice down-to-earth to bloke, didn't he? Mm. You know. Some creative editing in that, I'll tell you. Ah, <laughs> well. Second track, uh, this is Pretty Boy from uh, Noel Gallagher and his High Flying Birds. Beneath the starry sky Of a Second try then from uh, this uh, album. It's the new one from uh, Noel Gallagher. Uh, I'll start with Eddie. It seemed to start off with like an 808 state drum machine and uh, worked its way up to what I think is more like a real kit. There may well be. Am I right there or am I way off my It's It's hard to say, isn't it? I'm sure Phil may be able to. um, It's that kind of bleepy drum sound at the start, isn't it? Yeah. 
I, I was more taken by the actual um, the chorus because it's got an element of hook in it. Uh, the the bass is very up in the mix, which is again very sort of retro feel. I personally think this is one of the weaker songs on the on the album. It's more like a filler for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't really doesn't really do a lot for me. It's like he said he wrote it over lockdown, and I can see why he was probably just strumming away a few chords and thought mm, that's okay. I'll use that, and that's how it comes over to me. Mm. It doesn't wow me at all, and in fact. Compared to his brother's album, I was going to ask you which that. we you, yeah. we reviewed last year, uh, which again is is more true to the Oasis sound, is at least better than this. Yeah, yeah. this. Mm, sorry, Phil. Yeah, uh, eight to eight. Oh, it could be the dramatics. I, okay. One of those two. I'm not actually sure which. Very strange production again. Reverb over the whole kit, including the kick. On, on the drum machine and then like you said the, the drums themselves they're, they're probably just samples he yeah. did it himself right so and you, again you can tell there's a lack of separation there so I'm talking purely production the songwriting I can't really say it's it's okay you know not, but not blown away so far mm, uh, it's okay. how about uh, Louise and the yeah, Manchester same. element apparently yeah. this was the first one that he wrote the first demo and the first track he did mm. uh, it's not blown away but he, he said so I'll, go, I'll give you a direct quote he said I won't lie, I perversely thought, well, when people hear it's yet another drum machine, I shall bathe in their tears. Mm -hmm. Although I do not go out of my way to challenge my audience, I do like to engage with them. So it keeps them on their toes. Mm, I'm not sure so, what that what that means. I mean, what I'm a load of waffles. Drum machines. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> does does that mean he, he doesn't want people to criticise it being a drum machine, or because well, it's he, good? I mean, that's a good. Thing, you know, he said he doesn't want to keep trying to rewrite little by little all the time. I see. Right. Yeah. So okay. I did, but yeah. Let's get into another tune. Easy now. down the oasis route on this tune with uh, easy now I don't, I don't know why they just don't get back together because i think you know um his brother's vocals are a lot stronger than his are but that is writing for oasis eddie isn't it it's oasis and again even further back than that it's john lennon all yeah, the way and yeah, the beatles yeah. but you can just imagine everybody at glastonbury just with their phones up swaying to this one in the summer exactly, <laughs> so uh, exactly. yeah yeah Louise? It's, it's the best song so far yeah 
Well, I, w- I would want to hear what Phil's got to say first because All there's right. a very interesting note that I read about this song and I want to know if oh. Phil picked up on it or not. <laughs> okay, probably not because it's the first time I've heard it, but the only thing that hit me was not Beatles there, it was Pink Floyd actually. There's a oh. very Floydy chord change and, and the harmonies. Um, but other than that, really, no, there was nothing that stuck out. Nice song, though. Well, this is it. So basically, he phoned Dave Gilmore and <laughs> said, I've got this tune that's <laughs> reminiscent. This is why I wanted you to go first, because so he said, it's very re- reminiscent of Pink Floyd. Yeah, okay. If you could put one of your solos in it, and Dave Gilmore was like, I don't really do this anymore. So it was his producer... Paul, strange boy, Stacy, okay. mimicking a very Gilmore. David okay. Gilmore style. Okay. Didn't, hear, didn't <laughs> actually get that far, did we? But so yeah. Dave Gilmore turned down. Turned him down. No. <laughs> yeah. Went for a guitar solo. Well, he know. did say he liked the song, but he can't really do that kind of thing anymore. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, why not? So I was waiting to hear what Phil was going to say about Is he above one? guesting on other people's records? It would appear so. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back with uh, more from Noel Gallagher's new uh, album and uh, his band, of course, The High Flying Birds, and the album being Council Skies. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. We are talking uh, Noel Gallagher and his uh, brand new uh, album with our panel, Louise, Eddie and Phil, who's got himself a brownie point there for picking up on uh, Dave Gilmore <laughs> and Pink Floyd on that last uh, piece of music. Uh, let's hear our next one. We've got a couple more that we're going to squeeze in. This is Dead to the World. to see what the panel has to say about this are we going down the strawberry fields type route is it more pink floyd Uh, let's start with louise what do you think i i don't mind this one but then i'm sometimes enjoy a a slightly sad song 
Uh, I just feel like going back to what Phil said about the mix though, the strings and everything are so loud that you're like, where are his vocals? Like his vocals are quite low. Mm, yeah. So for me, that's the bit I pick up on. Mm. Um, but apparently this is like, um, out of all the songs he's written, like a more personal one. And it's about some um, hotel in Argentina where there's kids outside that sing Oasis songs 24-7 while he's trying to sleep. And it was written for them, apparently. <laughs> really? So I'm like, oh, that's personal. Okay. Uh, Eddie, what, what do you think? Well, that the actual... The, that, the the chords that we used... The twangy that, chords the, at the start. In the beginning... Sounded I, out of tune to me. Well, to me, it's it, it was reminiscent of some sort of bond film from the 60s or 70s it had that kind of feel to my ear anyway and it was yeah. that sort of i don't know it's it's just i don't know it's an unusual album it, isn't it, it? yeah it's but I, I can't get over what phil said earlier on and he was bang on the production is just like it's all just a lump right in front of your face with you know and it was recorded at abbey road and here it should be huge and and deep and and have space and have this and it's got none of it. It sounds like a demo. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it might have just been that one track. And as I said, I admitted I didn't listen to any of this beforehand. So I was asking Eddie just now, are you getting anything from the left and right? Maybe there's a problem with my headphones. But I think that, you know, people aren't going to bother, are they? Because they will just accept the songs. Yeah, yeah. The lyrics I, I haven't listened to yet. I was, you saw me going like this when, when you started that. Those two chords, if you want at some point to listen to a track I've done on the midlife crisis album called Reflection. It's a big 12-minute epic uh, that Carl sung, and there's a seven or eight different parts, and those are the first two chords. Really? So I was like, oh! Uh, what, you know, what are the chords? I don't, don't know. Don't it, know. Was a, okay. it was, a, it was a, one of these, you know, where you kind of put your fingers in weird places on the guitar, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what comes out. He'd said he'd never used those chords before as well till that mm, song. So. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of a, the, a Robbie Williams track. As well, there was uh, yeah. was it Millennium yeah. or something? Yeah, that that was the kind da, of a Bondy type da, da, thing. Da, da, yeah. Yeah. But it was down that road, that kind of feel. It was just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one one more tune. Open the door, see what you find.
Right then, uh, final track from uh, Mr Noel Gallagher and his high-flying birds. Mm. Council Skies, that's uh, open the door and see what you find. What did you find in that one, Louise? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and find some positives. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, the bells give it a weird Christmas vibe and I was just like, I can't not hear it. Do you know what? Mm. I, I know I'm not saying every song that's got a bell in it yeah, is a Christmas song, does, yeah. but they're kind of distracting. And this is supposed to be like an uplifting song. To be honest, the best song on the album that I've enjoyed the most is one we've not discussed. It's called uh, Trying to Find a World That's Been Gone, Part 1, and it's got very Champagne Supernova vibes, so I'm guessing that's why I like it. But is it blowing my mind? No. Are the fans going to love it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Of course they are, Eddie. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I think his voice is it, it, it's a nice voice but it, he's either deliberately mixed it down it, in the mix or he's off the mic because we're so used to Oasis which this is it's a, it's, a, it's a, an Oasis song mm. but like, without Liam's but Liam voice. is usually swallowing the mic and it's right <laughs> in your face this is like it's 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 submerged in reverb and it's like over there somewhere but like Louis said that the fans will love it but it's yeah, it's Noel <laughs> doing right. a bit of Oasis. I just, I just can't get past the, the production side. I, I, you know, I know there's fans that don't care and there's people that are going to hear it in the bath on the transistor radios or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. or on the little <laughs> iPhone, but, but I can't get past that. I just wish it would have... And pandemic or not, there's no excuse. You just send the tracks off to somebody and somebody mixes it and masters it for you, you know, professionally. And I, I just, I'm so surprised that he hasn't gone that extra step to, yeah. to allow the songs. I've not really been able to take them in because of that. Um, but I, I know I'm probably a rare case there. What did you think, Mark? <laughs> yeah, um, it's, yeah, it went over my head. It's not really my kind of stuff. But um, I like some of the strings that, you know, yeah. the, the bits recorded at Abbey Road were okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I did prefer his brother's album last year mm. uh, to this one. It was mm. better produced. Yeah. Produced, But I think, uh, to follow on from what you guys were just saying, we've been so spoiled in recent times because we've been listening to some high-quality production albums yeah. almost every week, and they're all great in different genres, but the this, this level of production has been yeah. state-of-the-art. And all of a sudden, this sounds like... Yeah, okay, it's Oasis, but it sounds like a sort of, yeah, well, kind of sort of... Maybe he wanted that council estate sound. Sound. Maybe that's it. (laughs) If that's the case, then yes, it works perfectly. Because we're so used to this wow production now. Uh, Which is another topic altogether, because that's just a matter of money, usually, isn't it? It's paying these big people to produce any song that any of us could write to be produced in that way. And it does make you think, well, yeah, maybe there's something to be said for for just doing it. In your own place, rough and ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, where can we hear you um, warbling away this week? Uh, this week, you can catch me and the Rebel Bass Boys <laughs> in uh, Lock, Stock and Barrel, Barsha. Okay. On Wednesday and Friday night. Lovely, lovely. Phil, yeah, I, I won't be days. warbling too no. much. <laughs> uh, Friday night at Little Bavaria in Umalkawain and Saturday at PJ's in Abu Dhabi. Lovely stuff, guys. Well, there you go. That's What's New 23 with uh, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds Council Skies album. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.